Welcome to Bite Size, brought to you by Priestley's Gourmet Delights. Each episode will bring you ideas, news, and insights into the food service industry with a bite size summary. I'm Zanny Christopherson, and I will be your host. When the word technology is uttered, a lot of people cringe as there is a sense that it can be incredibly overwhelming and confusing if you're not at the forefront of tech trends. Today's episode is focusing on how Automentum can help your business. Automentum is an ordering payments and insights platforms for the food and beverage industry. It replaces traditional pen and paper processes with powerful mobile tools helping to increase business efficiencies, grow sales, and improve profitability. It is aspiring to transform the food and beverage industry to trade smarter. Founded in 2014, it saw a need in the market for greater connectivity and insights and has reaped the rewards in doing so. Today, we have Andrew Lowe, co-founder of Automentum. Welcome, Andrew. Sadie, thanks for having me. No worries. Thank you. So, Andrew, I'm curious, tell me a little bit about your journey and how you took advantage of the opportunity for a technology platform in Automentum. Fantastic. Well, it's 2014. I was running a coffee roaster, Toby's Estate. I was, every single week, had four telesales staff ringing all the venues in the middle of service. So, they'd either ignore our call, scream into the phone and hang up, or say something over coffee orders, which was impossible to hear. And we'd try and take that order down so that we could do the delivery the next day. We used to get a lot of stuff wrong because it was hard to hear. Then, once they got the stock, we'd send out the invoice in the box. We'd wait patiently and after when the, when the bill was supposed to be paid, sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't, we'd have to call the customer, chase them, go out there. Often we'd find our invoice under the bench covered in coffee stains and the response is always, sorry, I was meaning to, just didn't have time, I'm flat out. Yeah. So I was living this problem, but I'm not the tech genius behind this business. My co-founder, Adam Theobald, is. He was solving this problem through technology. He had a forward ordering cafe app called Hey You or Beat the Queue, which helps customers order in advance. Interestingly, <laughs> my partner used to work for Hey You. Well, so there you go. This small world. So uh, <laughs> Adam, Adam is a, is a serial entrepreneur, one of the best in the game. And uh, they do say when you're starting a tech startup or a software company, do it with someone that you deeply trust, respect, and has a complimentary set of skills to you. I won the jackpot with Adam. Couldn't do better. Yeah. So he had a little MVP. He said, Andrew, what do you reckon? I said, well, you're solving my problem. So why don't we have a crack at this? So one by one, I went around. I sat with coffee roasters and I said, do you have this problem? Let's get Automentum going. It's pretty simple. It's an app from the App Store that a cafe downloads. They then find their supplier. Once they're there, the supplier has set up a private custom catalogue of all the products they buy or at the prices that they have negotiated and they get reminders and say once a week, they click on the app, they place their coffee order, they get an electronic receipt, that order gets through an API integrated straight into the accounting system of the roaster, so no data entry errors, no translation problems, product gets delivered and then whenever that invoice is due, seven days, 14 days, the system automatically takes the stored payment method that the cafe has recorded, credit card or direct debit, gets the money off their account, sends it to the supplier, and then we reconcile the invoice. Job done. So that means the supplier can focus on great product and the relationship with the venue. The venue was able to do something in 30 seconds and have a digital history of what they did as opposed to having to spend their night times paying bills when they'd rather be watching telly or chatting with their family. 
So effectively, it works like uh, anything that you buy online where you've got your credit card stored and the payments materialise. Yeah, well, look, let's frame this a different way. Um, as, a, as a cafe owner, you know what you are at your core. You're a consumer. And what we do online based on online shopping every day of the week through Shopify, Amazon or equivalent is we have a pretty high expectation of tech and we have a very low tolerance. We just want to be able to log on, see the product, buy it, check out and pay for it. So we are bringing the best of the best technology to a venue to be able to do the same thing in a B2B transaction. This doesn't go to consumers. This is business to business because small companies like bakeries, coffee roasters, fruit and veg companies, milk distributors, they just don't have time to build tech. They haven't got the skill to build tech. And so instead of building their own apps that were hard to maintain, often broke, we did it for the whole industry all at one go. Now, why this is so cool is that the venue only has to download one app because in the old days, they'd probably have 10 suppliers. They'd, they'd probably order 10 different ways, text message, email, phone call. Some of those suppliers had old apps, but the experience was pretty inconsistent for the venue and quite frustrating. We said, let's be venue first. Let's get one app. And then they have a little switcher at the top of the screen and they can switch between the suppliers, order their coffee, switch, order their bread, switch, order their milk, switch, order their fruit and veg. And then they have one business tool that helps them do everything they want, which they love. And the supplier gets to keep that personal relationship one-on-one with the venue, which the supplier loves. Sounds like Automentum solves a lot of problems for little venues. And obviously, data means that we get insights. So what sort of insights can venues and suppliers glean from the data? Yeah, so look, number one thing is actually have a, an order history. What have I ordered? When? From who? How much do I spend each week? Those yeah. types of insights are the basics. Now, point of sales try to do that. Haven't done it very consistently over time, so we're working on that with venues. But we provide those insights to both sides of the network. So to a venue, we're helping them with their order history. To the supplier, we've got these pretty cool dashboards that also show them who've got a couple of hundred customers, exactly what they're buying, how much, whether they should have bought something each week and haven't. And so it's a follow-up call. And so we're helping the suppliers know their customer even better than they would have before technology. And obviously that flows back into demand planning and also understanding cash flow for different venues too. The two most important things, eh? if you can control demand, you can yeah. plan supply and not be out of stock. If you can get invoices paid on time, then you have cash flow to do better things for your business. And, you know, two things happened across the last eight years in this industry. Digital payments when we started were about 1% of sales of transactions. They're now about 50, which yeah. has been a huge take up and that's been accelerated through COVID. The second thing is that most businesses, their customers weren't compliant to terms. They were on a, if, if they tried to get money in seven days, it was often 10, 14, 20. We've, because of digital payments, we've got that back on track and that's another couple of hundred grand for most small businesses in the bank every day. So the demographic of cafe owners will vary. Some will be able to take up the tech platform very quickly and others might be a little bit more hesitant. How user-friendly and how much work have you done on customer or user experience? Well, we become obsessed with the customer experience. Our CPO, Tafuk, is constantly spending time interviewing customers, understanding the UX, the user, it's basically the, the menu design, yeah. the UI, how it looks and feels, so it feels engaging and easy to use. And what I'm, we're proud to say is that of the 37,000 venues that we have got active on the system every month, 
we have never once gone to a venue in person to do the, the take-up. We send them a little text message with a bit of a, hey, welcome to Automation, click this link. They download the app. It's got some really simple walkthroughs. And to be honest, it's just like any online shopping experience. You're straight into the cart, you add things to it, you add your details for payment, you check out and you're done. So if I sum that up, it's not scary at all to use the, the platform. Not at all. Uh, and, and obviously, what's changed over many years is that tech was scary, mostly because we didn't want as suppliers particularly to ask our customers to do something that we were worried about. We were fearful of change. We also, as suppliers, as a coffee roaster myself, put a lot of weight in the fact that if customer service called the venue, that that was a really important relationship. But what was interesting is that when I rang the venues, they said, actually, the phone call in the middle of service was a pain in the bum. I'd much rather be able to do it online, but no one's got a choice for me. So I texted in and then half the time they could get wrong. If they could give me an app, that'd be great. And so we really just solved a problem that both people had that were probably missing each other and trying to solve. Yeah. So having seen a gap in the food service market that needed to be addressed and building a business to solve it, what advice can you give end users who may feel overwhelmed by the thought of sourcing and implementing new technology for their business? Sure. Well, look, uh, there are some really great Australian tech companies out there. The great news is at the moment, you can download uh, a piece of software. You can try it either on a free trial or for a very cheap experience. Our suggestion for any business, do it as a small test cohort. You don't have to make this big choice, spend 50 grand building something and then hope people use it. You can get five customers, ones that really want change. You can talk to them about it and go, right, let's have a go. And if that trial works and if those customers like it, then you've got the confidence to roll out to the rest. Second thing you need to do is make sure you choose a business that really helps you along that adoption journey. At Automentum, we have way two to one customer service managers or customer success managers. Their single daily goal is to ensure that our customers using Automentum understand the system and the venues love it and we get first-line support to make sure we don't step back from the process until everyone's happy. So make sure you've got local support to get that going. That's probably the two most important things if you're a business. Okay, Andrew, we've spoken a lot today about what Automentum can do for businesses. Have you got a case study that you could share to explain to our listeners as to some of the success that Automentum's had? Oh, look, uh, I have a really uh, amazing one, uh, Sandy. This is a uh, fruit and veg example. James, who runs a business called Fruity Licious out of the Sydney uh, fruit and veg markets, we met him three years ago. James would have about, he had about 40 customers who'd buy from the markets at 3 a.m., he would get a whole lot of orders off his fax and code them into his system. He'd pick and deliver them. Fast forward three years, and we've done two amazing things. He's now running at 300 customers. All of those customers order online and go electronically into his system, so no data entry. But what's even more exciting is our growth engine feature, which is where venues buying coffee, bread, milk, who aren't buying fruit and veg, go, hey, notice there's a fruit and veg supply here. Click to buy now. We have brought... James at Fruity Delicious, 100 new customers over the last couple of years because they looked online on the app, discovered there was a fruit and veg supplier, clicked on James, placed an order, and he's been delivering and servicing them for the last two years, which proves that tech can acquire you a customer, that a great supplier like James, even in a commodity-based industry like fruit and veg, can keep those customers through an excellent customer experience. So the best part is James actually gets to sleep at night in the middle of the night now as opposed to being keying orders and his business is three times the size. So that's one we're really proud of. Wow. So how do I sign up? Sign me up. I'm sold. Well, 
Automentum.com, request a free trial if you're a supplier. Uh, we've got 650 suppliers on the system. And if you're a venue, just go to the App Store, download Automentum and start searching for your suppliers because I reckon they're already there. And if I'm a little bit unstable with my technology, will you hold my hand? Well, we, uh, we believe we're... Uh, look, a high touch and a very supportive uh, tech company. So when you click online to inquire, you don't just have to go through a tech system. One of our sales team will call you. They'll do a demo. One of our customer success managers will probably come out to your business, sit down and actually walk through your data, do a project plan on how to get it set up and to roll it out. And we have a full-time training team that will make sure everyone knows what they're doing. And then we have a full-time customer support team. That means every single time there's a question, we're 24 7 to help. So, if I need help analyzing my data to get the best return on investment, I can ring your customer service team and they can help me out. Ring the service team, we'll help with the data, we'll set you up. And then, even when the great news is, once your data is digital because your customers are ordering online, you can use our insights platform, which is a modern BI tool that lets you know more things about your customers than you know today. Awesome. Is Automentum a free app or how does the payment work there? So, pay- payment process to a venue. You don't pay anything ever. It's paid by the supplier. It's based on a few cents per order. And then uh, we we charge payment fees when we collect money, like any bank does. Yeah, so it's kind of like Afterpay, where they take 4% of the transaction from the vendor. From the merchant, the supplier. Yeah, correct. Yes, but uh, the great news is we're nowhere near 4%. So we are a steal (laughs) for the prices we charge. and, and, And the important thing is we're only a few cents per order. We don't charge a percentage of the sale for your customers. And so that really matters because a $1,000 invoice and a $10 invoice kind of cost you the same. Yeah. So it's the supplier that pays the invoice. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Your customers don't pay anything. You are listening to Bite Sized Insights for the Food Service Industry. Brought to you by Priestley's Gourmet Delights. Andrew, do you have any other questions that you'd like to ask me? Uh, look, from your side, I mean, what type of technology questions uh, are you seeing pop up uh, in, in terms of your customers? Uh, and I guess the real question I have for any business is how do you make technology a priority because you've got so many things going on in terms of manufacturing, innovation, brand and marketing. Tech's always those things that everyone goes, I want to do, but it slides down the list. I guess I'm, I'm interested to see how you guys face this problem and how you try to prioritize it. Questions from customers. Interestingly, I personally haven't seen too much come through. I'm not sure how you feel about food service as a whole, but it typically lags a little bit. That's very true, Zanny. I mean, what we found before COVID was that the big distributors, BFD, Bid First, Countrywide, NAFTA, yeah. they worked very hard through their members of being personal relationships. Yeah. What happened to us when lockdowns happened is a lot of the sales reps left the industry. We had a cost base that was pretty high. And as we've kind of spun back up, We're focused very much on managing product deliveries to customers cost-effectively because fuel's gone up, wages has gone up, freight's gone up. People are turning to technology now more than they ever have before to keep that cost of doing business down. I think as well as the, the technology provides us data and we spend a lot of time today talking about data and how the data gives you insight. So you're absolutely right that we need to lean into it to to really understand the value that we're bringing our customers. Look, it absolutely does. Without data, you won't have insight. Without insight, you won't truly meet the needs of your customer. Without your brand being online, you will become digitally invisible and, and obsolete over time because customers are moving all of their first move queries 
what's new, where can I buy questions to online platforms and online marketplaces. This trend's only going to continue. A supplier or distributor should never be worried about technology replacing their relationship if they offer amazing customer service, consistency and trust. Technology just enables it. Yeah, it comes back to user experience and customer experience, right? And making sure that we're really sweating those metrics to deliver on our promise. Absolutely true. So the second part of the question is how does Priestley stay on top of it? Well, from a strategic perspective, it's embedded in our, in our strategy. But from a manufacturing perspective, we're investing heavily in that space because we understand that without the data, we can't make fast business decisions to understand things like our cost base, but certainly also talent is key. So having the right talent in the seats to be able to analyse the data, because once you've got the data, the next step is, is what do you do with it? Absolutely. As an organisation, I know Ken's pretty passionate about uh, leading best practice change in the organisation, understanding the customer needs. You've got some wonderful supply partners in the major distributors. You get insights from them and their customers. So you're meeting your customers and your customers' customers' needs. And when you start to be open to that voice, you can take those insights and make real change on the factory floor. Absolutely. And a lot of the stuff that we're doing in the background is understanding our data collection points. And then once we've got the data is then enabling us to focus on that best practice process improvement throughout our facility. But I guess, you know, long term, I see ERP systems and things like that where, you know, you'll automatically understand what your demand forecast looks like for ingredients. And then from a supplier perspective, potentially being able to go out to multiple suppliers to understand who wants to fill that demand? I think so. And then so let me leave you one thought. Ultimately, we're all going to come online. We're all going to become transparent to each other. And we need to learn to trust everybody that that's a great thing. The most important factor that a manufacturer like Priestley's should understand is which of the end venues are buying my product and yeah. what do they think about it? What do they want from us? Yeah. How could we promote new lines all the way down to the cafe and restaurant floor? How can we hear what new innovation they need? How can I run promotions as a sales team and ensure that the venue gets take up? Because those old trade presenters and flyers that go from supplier marketing into distributor get lost on the cafe floor, we have to get better. We want click-through conversion and the more your team believes that the end user is getting access to the promotions and the MPD that you're pushing, the more you'll spend behind it, which is win-win-win for the customers. Absolutely. And there's a nice little environmental spin on that as well, that we're not wasting trees with all the print data that used to happen. Well, and, and, and another one, Zanny, uh, Automatic's real passion is reducing food waste yeah. and bringing efficiency to markets. The number of times, and it would scare you to know how, many, how much food supply and food waste occurs at a cafe level, uh, our ability to help understand purchase behaviour and to optimise the ordering cycle is just going to help everybody all around. Similarly, Priestley's is very passionate about food waste as well, which is why a frozen product is so great for the end users because they can portion as they need to portion it. You better keep that secret to yourself just in case everybody takes it up. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. And Andrew, thanks so much for being a great guest. My very, very real pleasure. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's Bite Size episode. We hope you got some industry insights and tips for your business. Subscribe to our podcast and tune in to our next episode. 
Feel free to reach out to me for any comments and questions via LinkedIn.